See, Paul, when he wrote this book to the Philippians, he's in a bad spot, y'all. When he wrote this letter, he's in a tough place in life. Number one, he's old. Some of y'all know what that's like. I ain't pointing fingers. It's happening to me too. I went to the doctor a while back, had a concern, medical concern. She looked it all over, looked at everything, and she said, yep, know exactly what that is. I said, what? So I, you know, pretty serious for me. She said, it's called A-G-E. And I looked at her. I'd never heard of it. I said, what's that? What's that stand for? She, she spelled it again, and I said, oh, you're being funny. She said, yeah, just getting old. It's called an age spot. It's not a big cancerous mold. You're just getting old. Paul was old when he wrote this letter. His body was tired and worn out. Some of y'all know what that's like. He's in prison. Now y'all aren't in prison. Some of y'all been in prison. Some of y'all are going to be in prison. Some of your kids are. I've hung out with them. But I'm joking. Hopefully. But he's in prison. He's lonely. He's desperate. And you know what? He is under attack. Not just by the enemy. Not by outsiders. Not by lost people. Not by the government of Rome. He's under attack by church leaders and other pastors who are running him down and running his ministry down. And he's completely aware of all of this and so much more. And it's not that he's unconcerned with all of this other stuff. It's just that as he prays, his deep prayer is not going to let any of that stuff get in the way of the deep joy he has in his life. You see, it's his deep prayer life that led him to his deep joy throughout the course of his hardships in his ministry. Because he prayed for the right things with the right motives. Look a little bit deeper in Philippians 1 if you have your Bibles open. Jump down to verse 15. And he says, To be sure, some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. These preach out of love, knowing that I'm appointed for the defense of the gospel. The others proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely thinking that they will cause me trouble in my imprisonment. What does it matter? Only that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I what? Rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice. His prayer life is focused on God's kingdom and God's people and getting the gospel out to people. I find it amazing that he's not praying anywhere here in the book of Philippians for his release from prison. Or that his life will be spared. Or that he'll live to be 180. And you know, nowhere here does he say, boy, y'all pray for me. Pray that these prison doors come open again. Pray that these chains come off my feet. He's had genuine miracles happen. And he's not praying for another one like that. He's praying that Christ would be proclaimed. When you get to a place of prayer like that, a place of deep prayer where you can pray like that, I tell you, that brings freedom and comfort and grace like you've never experienced in your life. Because deeper prayer always leads to deeper joy. 